morning, everybody. High atop the west side of Cherry Hill. What a gorgeous Wednesday morning. Everything's beautiful, except when it comes to Philadelphia sports. Yeah, we got some problems there, no doubt about it. And before we get into baseball, and there's not a whole lot of good things to talk about in baseball. As a matter of fact, it's uh, borderline disgusting. I don't like the word suck. I really don't. It's very uneducated. But I can be very uneducated at times, uh, probably more than I should be. But they suck. And I'll tell you one thing. There's a reason there are 40-something games under 500 uh, the last four years. There's the M.O. of the team. It's the pedigree. It's it's the culture. It's the identity. It, it, it's it's everything about uh, it, it, you. Just a, a good team, a team that's going to win a World Series. And I, how think about getting to the World Series last year? It, it's like delusional because if that didn't happen, just think about the dynamic. Of the, you, you almost maybe there'd be changes, wholesale changes with the team. Right, but this is the horse that got us there. We're going to ride it because we're we are a World Series pedigree team, but we weren't last season, or the season before that, or that, or that, because we were forty games under five hundred, and obviously, teams that are forty games under five hundred are not World Series pedigree teams. Oh, but we are because we went to the World Series. And, and it looked like we are going to win a damn thing. So you react accordingly. You set all of your gauges and, and the module of we're a World Series team. We got it. They're not. And it's it's a juxtaposition. I mean, the, 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 the C-suite is thinking, don't worry, we're, we're a World Series team, so we're good. And with that, they can justify – and I'm going to go there again. So if you want to click out of the show, please don't. We love you. But go ahead because, yep, I'm going to bring up the uh, Kyle Schwarber as just uh, the games you're losing with him in the lineup. His main numbers. I'm not even going to look them up. I had them written out in my notes. I decided to go without notes today because uh, I just basically want to make it a 15-minute rant. Uh, so screw notes. I'll probably get all the data wrong. Tommy will remind me of that by five after seven. Actually, the show does get up that quick. But as soon as the show is published, Tommy will tell me all my numbers because I love Tommy. He's, it's it's what he does best. I could do a Tommy show. I'm, I'm not going to get all the, too many details today because I just am that disgusted. And what am I most disgusted about is that Kyle Schwerber that no, but his numbers in May are like 115. Okay, and his on-base percentage is, well, if you start with 115, do I have to give you the rest, right? So, you know, 115, 215, 315, 515. It's it's brutal. It's mutilated. It's, it's you ever hear the car commercial, you know? We are professionals. Well, guess what? This team is not professional standard. It's just, you can't have a guy like Kyle Schwerber in the lineup and be a professional team. You're not going to win. And I say that because he's one of the broken parts on defense that is just the comedy of errors. I mean, I mean, what's our center fielder doing throwing the ball back over the cuts again to the middle of the infield? That's happened twice. You wouldn't see a as an average center fielder 
lob the ball back into the pitcher's mound twice in five years. It's happened twice now uh, in 10 games. It's brutal. I mean, they listen. The guy, Casty's had a good year defensively. You know, line drive you know, in his glove, pop let in and out. Last night, pop up and back of first base. It's up forever, and I understand that it's a tricky field and all that stuff, but, I mean, you don't see major league pop-ups drop like that. Nobody saw the ball. No, nobody reacted. There's three people that can make the catch, right fielder, second baseman, first baseman. Nobody was. The thing was up for nine seconds. Ball is caught and dropped. Schwerber comes in on a bullet of a line drive. If ever I saw a line drive that the runner from second can't cannot score, it was last night's game. I'm not going to give the inning because do you care? You know, like the sixth inning, I don't know. Line drive, and it, it first he thinks Schwerber's going to make a shoestring catch because he only has to take like three quick steps in. But it's Kyle Schwerber, so three steps in is a big deal, especially when you watch the replay, which I do. He takes a step back first. So the left foot comes back. He's cooked on the play because you have to – and. Listen, outfielders, young kids, if you're listening to this, I hope I have some young I'm told I do. And if we do have young kids, you had to enjoy uh, the podcast from Monday. I don't want to digress here with uh, Frank. I just brutalized his last name, and I'm doing it now for fun, but I pronounce it differently every time. Frank Maricaccino is today's version. What a great guy. And a lot of batting tips for you gun guys, okay? And, and fielding tips. But on defense, that whole thing about – First step back. Uh, yeah, yeah, first step back if you want to have balls drop in front of you. You know, uh, ask my daughter about first step back. She was an All-State center fielder, and she was unbelievable in a shoestring catch because it was first step in fast, and she got a great jump. Well, Carl Schwerber didn't get a great jump, and the ball, so he short hops the ball, but he's got body forward momentum. It's what we call body forward momentum. So he's in perfect place to unleash the throw okay the runner from second has to read the ball there's no no chance in the world he can score uh, and and the runner does a slide he stands up and jt tags him high on and it was a replay and looked like i thought he had him but you know not enough to overturn the play safe and you just saying to yourself the ball's got to get caught and if it's not caught it's an assist you know, the home, the runner's got to be out on that short line drive. If you can score on that ball to the left, okay, set, that's the benchmark. You can score on any ball to left field all year. In other words, the only assist that Schwarber's going to have is to second or third because they are going to run at will on him. So he'll probably, he'll probably pick up a few at second, probably at third, because everybody's going to go first and third on him. And they are. You saw that in the Dodgers series, right? So we have that going on, and, and his slash line is, is, is just an abomination. Now, unfortunately, you have other players that are in a bit of a free fall. Just quickly, to, just to shoot the lineup here a little bit, you know, as Frankie said, between the pipes, uh, Stott, I, I'm I'm trusting. I trust Stott. Uh, 280's where I think he'll be. That's where he's at right now, 281. Let's forget the rest of it, right? On base and 
slug and OPS. I don't think you all care too much about that. How about our boy Turner, three, other $300 million man? We have another 40-year contract. You know, Turner and, and Harper are home equities. They're, they're HELOC programs, you know, and one's doing really good, you know, and the other one, not so much. Uh, can you imagine if this is the new Turner and what do we have, 11 more years or whatever the hell it is? 258, 305 on base and five stolen bases. Talk about wrong. This this kid was saying maybe 70 stolen bases for Turner. When he does get on, he's not running. You tell me. Figure that out. Tell me. It, it, he doesn't look like he's hurt. I mean, it's he's when he when he ha, when he hits a double, he's going hard. I don't think he's hurt, and uh, yet there's uh, he won't steal a base. You know, Cassidy's got to drop because he was so phenomenal, 305, 352, uh, and, I, and I think that is going to be our three MVPs this year offensively are going to be Harper, Castellanos, and JT. JT's on the rise. He he does that every year. His slow start, start unlike Kyle Schwarber, isn't the bad, you know, uh, 115, in, in April and May, and then start to hit more home runs in, in June and July. He just struggles with his batting average in the beginning and pretty quickly dials it in. He's uh, he's batting 300, lo and behold. Bingo, you wake up, he's batting 300. But what he'll give you with his 300 is slug and OPS. You know, you, he's a guy that can get you hit. And, uh, and it's funny because we were talking to the batting coach who had him as a puppy. You know, Frank was on Monday talking about JT. And how he got him to use all all parts of the field, and that's exactly how he hits. You know, Baum, you have to be concerned about two things: batting average, two seventy one, but that's still way above you know major league average. So we're okay with that. Lacks power. Him and, and Stott just don't have OPS. The big question this year was, where are we going to get OPS out of those two guys? Because you did in the minors, right? You need OPS to win Major League Baseball game. Nobody's ever won a World Series with a team OPS of 600. So you, you, you count on those two guys. Marsh, I hate to say rock, but I'm going to give him the rock award. He's dropping like a rock, and he'll continue to. There's, see, there's not a support. It's like, it's like an equity. You know, when Facebook got down to 190, you knew it had a base support, all right? It was going to spring back up to 300. Well, unfortunately, Marsh has no base support. If you're looking for one, it's 208. So where does Marsh land? Do I think he's an improved hitter? I do. Do I think he's going to bat 290 for the year? I don't. So, you know, circle him, put a question mark. And the rest of the guys, you know, not really worth talking about. The lineup still misses the 70 extra base hits and 360 on base of Hoskins. Think about what we're saying now, 70 extra base hits, man. That's a lot of the extra base hits. And then you're talking about a guy who could put up a, I mean, a couple of years, he was 380 on base. Then he dropped that down to like 345. But, you know, you could count on him to use up five, six pitches and get his share of walks. So right now in this lineup, you know, old Hoskins would look pretty good. So I don't know right now. That I I always look at it from the standpoint, especially at the end of, like when you get to a, a forty games, okay. So you basically forty, eighty, one, twenty, one, sixty. So you're at a quarter of a year. That's when I like to do my assessments. You know, first quarter report cards are in, right? 
where is the team going to go from here? Well, they have a, a batting average, which is good, and we've already talked about this, so I won't belabor the point, but they don't walk. They're dead last except for one, okay? The, the Marlins are always going to be dead last, okay? So you know that, so why say that? But other than the Marlins, they're dead last. They they don't – I don't know it's a big deal, stolen bases, because you're going to be 20 off the leader. So it's, at this point, not that big a deal that they don't run a lot. But the big problem is, you know, runners in scoring position. I mean, we're in the middle of a uh, RISP of 1 for 34. You know, you almost can't do that each game. One of the games Sunday, I believe, is 0 for 14. Over fourteen. Wait, hold on. O for fourteen, for a team that has like the fifth highest batting average in baseball, doesn't ever hit with runners in scoring position. So you say it three more times. How can be at the top of the heap batting average in baseball and be one for thirty four? What what does that mean? Is that a choke factor? What the heck does it mean? You tell me you got the answer but this is haunting them for four years that's one of the metrics that tells you why they're 40 games under you know the last four years but the fact that they don't walk so they're not going to have the on base right on base percentage you got to get there so if you don't hit 300 that's okay then walk enough you know where you have an on base percentage of 360 or life is good throwing a few doubles You'll have a 480 slug and an 805 OPS. And guess what? Give me nine guys to do that. We just won the World Series. But they, they, they don't walk and they don't feel a lick. They don't feel a lick. And, and that's all I got on that. I'm not going to mention the pitching. Um, I'm, it's, it's just, what, yeah, I know the team can win eight straight. Any any week now, and uh, and, and they'll be right back in it because it's a five hundred. It's a five hundred proposition because of the change, the schedule change, and it's probably good. You're going to see teams float around five hundred all year long. And guess what? The Atlanta Braves, you know, leaking oil, baby. So they're coming back to life. So they're in our scopes, and it looks it basically looks like a five hundred national league. So the last week of the season, you're going to have 150 teams all in the hunt, you know, for the for the playoff structure. But it's uh, to to say that I am disgusted with the Phillies. Uh, that is an understatement. To say that I'm disgusted with what the Sixers did with their coach, brutal, unbelievable. And I was never a Doc fan, as anybody who knows me knows. I was not a Doc fan. Uh, but he got a raw deal. He got a bad deal. He he got the he got the uh, spoiled shank part of the uh, of the roast. So uh, we'll see you tomorrow. The Phillies play a, a matinee game today. Uh, let's hope they get out of. Uh, let's hope they don't leave their hearts in San Francisco. All right. So uh, have a great day. God bless America, man. You're up. You're in the game. You're able to swing. Uh, Thank uh, the good Lord for your health, your family, vitality, and a chance to make a difference in it, man. So you know what? Make a difference over and out.